This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Calabucas, and once again, we're coming in July from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button, hit that bell, and you can get notified when a new show pops up. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast podcast service, please subscribe and drop a note on Apple Podcasts if you like the show. If you don't like the show, just talk to me directly. Just send me an email. Just send me an email. So a lot of us go after what's popular. And I think that's something that we've done forever, right? We like to go along with the crowd, even though we're sometimes we feel like we're we're rebelling against the crowd. A lot of times you look at it and you say, "We're really, you really are going along with the crowd." I think not going along with the crowd is a big problem for a lot of people. Being independent, doing something different, it's a big problem for a lot of people because a lot of people like to be they like to be part of the crowd. They like to be part of the tribe. They like to be part of something. They kind of feel alone and and destitute when they're not part of something, right? So you like to follow things that are popular. You like to be part of things that are popular, things that other people have also thought are popular. And this is something that comes a lot, comes out of mimetic theory a lot. We like to we like to do things that other people have done. We like to do things that lots of other people have done. I mean, everyone talks about social proof and how it's important to to say that in your notes, it's like, oh, you have so many followers. You have so many friends. You have so many. There's a lot of proof that the tribe or tribes or the humans out there like you. So everyone wants to pump up those numbers. Everybody wants to say, I have a million followers. I have 10 million followers. I have a huge amount of people who follow me and they and they, they engage with me. And for some reason, it makes people feel special that they have these big numbers, that they're part of these tribes, or they're the center of the tribe, or they feel like they're the center of the tribe. So a lot of times we go after what's popular. And going after what's popular is, is a safe bet, right? Going after what everybody else did is a safe bet because you're, you're basically leveraging other people's opinion. You're saying to yourself, well, if 10,000 other people like this, then I'll probably like it too, because I'm a person, I'm a human being, they're human beings. So ipso facto, they're human beings, I'm a human being, I'll probably like it too. Of course, the reality isn't necessarily that, because what if you're not like those other human beings? What if you're a completely different kind of human being than those other human beings? What if, say, you're in a particular age group and they're in a different age group? You're not the same kind of human being. In fact, we're all different kinds of human beings. 
And the reality is, is that when you when you take a whole bunch of people and you throw them together and you say, a hundred thousand people like this, it's not you're not necessarily going to be one of those hundred thousand people who like this. That's why I like to do this exercise. And I think I've talked about this before, but I'm just going to reiterate. So when you go to a restaurant, a restaurant that you've never been to before, never been to before, never been to before, you heard about it, but you've never been to before. When you sit down, you order your meal and you look at the menu and you don't see anything on the menu that really jumps out at you in something that you want. So what's the first thing that you do when the server comes over? When the server comes over, you don't say to them, what's the least popular thing on the menu? No, you say, what's the most popular thing on the menu? What do people like to buy here? Right? So I thought to myself, why don't I try the opposite? Why don't I try going in and saying, what's the least popular thing on the menu? What is it on this menu that nobody else buys or hardly anyone buys? And every time I say that to somebody, every time I say that to a server, they're like, they're taking it back. They're like, why would you want the least popular thing on the menu? Most people order the most popular thing. Why aren't you ordering the most popular thing? I'm like, no, I want to I try something different. And sometimes it's terrible. And sometimes it's good. But let me ask you, what would you order when you went to a restaurant? If you're in that situation with an unfamiliar restaurant, never been there before, would you order the thing that's most popular or would you order the thing that's least popular? Curious to know. There's a service called Forgotify. So everyone's familiar with Spotify, right? Spotify is got 4 million tracks plus whatever online, tons and tons of music, tons and tons of music. So some enterprising soul came up with a service called Forgotify, which basically goes into Spotify and finds all of the tracks that have never been listened to, not even once. They have zero plays, zero. And if you get on Forgotify and you set it off, it will find and play for you things that have never been played before by anyone. No one, no human ear has listened to this thing on Spotify. And then once it has been played, even once by you or anybody else who listens to Forgotify, it drops off that list and becomes something that has been listened to. So it's great for discovering new things that you've never heard before. Sure, some of that stuff is not very good, but there's tons of amazing stuff right there at the bottom that's not popular. So I have to ask you, when you're looking at innovation, when you're looking at new things, when you think looking at things that are completely different, when you can looking at things from a completely new perspective, do you follow what's what the crowd wants? Or do you go in the opposite direction? Do you go somewhere completely different? Do you listen to the tracks that no one else has listened to? Or do you listen to the tracks that everyone has listened to? And which of those tracks do you feel are more innovative? That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future. future.